Hello and welcome back to episode 56 of Untucked Shorts. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcast, D, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back because the season has started. Woohoo! Yeah, a lot happening. We're recording from inside Mark's office, but within a tissue box as well. Doesn't it seem as though... Yeah, we had a little uh, microphone malfunction. Hopefully it doesn't sound like it's inside a tissue box. It's more like it's propped up on a tissue box. Okay. Uh, First two games have already happened. Sorry, we're a little belated. Overall, I've had positive opinions. We've split them one-on-one against... The Phoenix Suns on opening night. Uh Uh-huh. And then we beat the Kings last night in Sacramento. Yeah, and I think... We'll get to both games, but last night's game... Our first road game was a win, and I think that's just something you right off the bat we need to talk about, which shows so much more improvement since last year. I believe in our Kia Keys to the Season episode a few weeks back, we talked about how getting off to a hot start and winning on the road would be winning Keys the to the road. Season. So far, so good. So far, so good, yeah. So let's go to that first game first. If you could highlight 12 out of those 48 minutes, one quarter to look at. Yeah, you know, we were, I believe, 15 down at the end of the second quarter. I felt as if the game had slipped away. We started off okay, and then we gave End up five points. End of the second, points. KD had a four-point play, by the way, in his first return. To Chase, that's right. So that had me feeling pretty negative, but then that third quarter is the 12-minute period I'd, I'd highlight against the Suns. We, oh, yeah. I think, won that quarter 40-19 to 19 or something, turned on the Jets, and... Um, and not too soon to start talking about CP3. We saw no, his impact. Yeah, no, he was definitely a highlight player in that third quarter, leading our runs. Curry was negative, what, in that game? His plus minus was like negative he was six. He like down five or something. Negative yeah. nine, no, it was nine. Oh, I'm wow. I'm sure it was okay. nine. So he had a minus nine, and we ended up only losing that game by two points. Well, four, but who's four? Four, so, but, you know, 20 seconds left, points. Right, garbage time, right. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, I think something really important to highlight is that without Stephen Curry on the floor, we didn't, with Stephen Curry also being minus in the plus minus, we still were had a fighting chance with maybe the best team in the league. So uh, Yeah, I mean, I think the frustration among the many frustrations last year was that as soon as Steph sat on the bench. Mm-hmm. If we had a lead, we would lose it. If we were down by a few points, we might end up down by an avalanche because we just couldn't keep from turning the ball just over, committing on. fouls, and then that hole be too too deep for even Steph Curry to shoot us out of, but not the case in the first two games. CP3, yeah. maintaining control of the team, finding people for good mm-hmm. looks, and keeping ourselves competitive. The second game, we were kind of gliding into an easy victory. We had a scare there at the end of the fourth quarter when De'Aaron Fox decided to have himself a little clutch time. And when we got a little sloppy with the ball and couldn't, they started yep. dialed up the pressure. Started showing our flaws of last season. But we don't need to dwell on that too much. So we're one and one We lost our first game by a tad and won our second one. Solid win. But we were talked about him, CP3. Just give me your opinions on that, Dad, about how he's been doing over his past two games. Right. I think there are a few standout players from just the small sample size of two games that uh, would be two and a half percent of the total season complete. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah. not get ahead of ourselves. But oh, since boy, you asked. You go on the calculator.com before the pod. And- I did not. I did not. I got that in my uh, the old brainulator. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's, yeah. Wow. We can do a lot of statistical crunching here on the pod without any technology. A tissue yeah. box is the least of our technological I like challenges. How people would find it surprising that we know so much about plus minus and the Warriors. Yet the thing that baffles me the most about this conversation so far has been the fact that you figured out that I can divide. I, n- I know what two out of eighty yeah, is. Um, 
to Okay. To Anyways, it. continue, continue. Sorry. I was trying to get there. Um, <laughs> CP3, in a nutshell, was brought to the team to help the second unit, to be able to balance the attack and not turn it over when Steph was off the court. And then when they play together, it just makes the offense even more potent. I'm plus on CP3, but one concern. You know what my one concern is, right? What? Injury? He's, he's 67 years old. I yeah. Mean, okay. He's, he the cannot, math is wrong he, on that one, Dad. But <laughs> he can't do this for 82 games. But Steve he, Kerr he's been got playing to let in the man rest. But in the in the double games, he's had a double double double, uh, which is two double doubles. So much math on this first uh, ten minutes I'm just of trying the to uh, season. Get, get back to your mathematical opener. He's ten assists, ten points, a uh, couple and ones in between those. But he's just been really solid, keeping the ball contained. There was a couple plays in the past two games where Looney's gotten a rebound and everyone's sprinting down court and Chris Paul just like throws up his hands. He's like, stop everything. Chill out. Give me the ball. <laughs> We're going to play like a regular NBA team. Oh, what a um, relief. And so I'm kind of glad to have that. And then obviously Steph has been standout. Well, I was going to ask you, Felix. We're going to talk about Steph a lot this season, okay. I have a feeling. So I'm going to ask you to pick one other player to talk about in the first two games. Uh-oh. He's either impressed you for good reasons or maybe for not so good reasons. Okay, well, I'll actually take a player who hasn't been giving me two good impressions, and that's Andrew Wiggins. Now, obviously a starter. If Chris Paul continues to start, he may be the one finding himself out of the new rotation. When Draymond comes back, when yeah, Draymond that's comes true. Back, um, I just... He hasn't been impressing us. I know our field goal percentage the first game was bad all around, but he really was no spark on the fuel. It's so interesting. I do feel like he's a classic, you don't know who's going to show up. Sometimes he brings so much force and energy, and he just really looks like he's that Mm all-star. And other times, he's kind of like sleepwalking. Yeah, game. not like Jokic sleepwalking, which means you're yawning while dropping 35 <laughs> and a triple-double. No, that's the good kind of sleepwalking. Just really, I don't know. He's kind of out of it. By the way, do you know what the technical term for a sleepwalker is? A zombie? Oh, that would be maybe a dead sleepwalker. Okay. Sure. A sonambulist. A sonambulist. Yeah, that's a sleepwalker. Wiggins has been very sonambulistic over the past two games. Just low field goal percentage, defense, run of the mill, and he's not giving us the mid-ranges. Before we get to the break, can I tell you about a player who's exceeded my expectations in the first two games? Sure, yeah. He's somebody who you've met, you have uh, rubbed shoulders with, even though his were about a foot and a half taller than yours, (laughs) Mr. Moses Moody. I thought has come out uh, on fire and had two great games. Definitely. What What have you thought? Well, I think he's been doing much better than expected. I think in Warriors plus minus before the season started, they were talking about he was maybe like the 10th player. Right. Kaminga obviously in front of him because we want Kaminga to get minutes. But truly, when it comes down to the defensive hustle plays, Moody's been here and he fits the Warriors' most important check uh, checkbox, checklist. If you want to be a Golden State Warrior, you need to be able to hit an open three regardless of anything you've ever done in your life before, anything ever. And he <laughs> has done that. It. He can hit open shots. That's all I'll ask from, ask from him offensively. And defensively, he's been given it. And when Kaminga is sort of half MVP, half Golden State Santa Cruz Warriors, right. Moody's filling. He's Mr. Consistent after Chris Paul. So let's hope that Steve Kerr continues to give the younger players on the team the kind of minutes that we've been seeing in the first two games. He's and not with, young anymore, Dad. This is his, well, his third season. I know. I but mean, still, Curry's still. in his 15th, and Chris Paul is, I think, in his, hold on, let me crunch the numbers 19th. here. 19th. 47th season. Okay. Still a little little high. Okay, Dad. Okay. Anyways, 
standout players got our recap done. I guess it's time for a break. Time for a break. Uh, do we have sponsors? You tell me. I think my mom is against our Costco sponsorship. So she likes to keep it local. It's still a work in progress. Just if you've got a thought for a company in the Bay Area who would be a good sponsor for us this season, let us know. Let us know. Welcome back, Untucked Shorts listeners, to episode 56. We have a number of new Warriors on the team this year, and one in particular is somebody who I really know nothing about. So, Felix, in this segment, will you please tell us about the newest and the tallest member of the Warriors, Mr. Dario Saric? Yeah, well, he's our Warrior of the Week, uh, the big reveal. We've rebooted this. I don't think we've had a Warrior of the Week yet this season, only... Though it's been two episodes. Not even but a week. Warrior of the half week? Warrior of the midway through the week. And that is Dario Sarge, as he mentioned. Let me just give you a couple of facts. He's not from America. He's Croatian. Uh, his nickname, which I really like, is Super Dario, which is what he's referred to by his family. We've gotten rid of the cabbage. We've made enough jokes and analogies about the cabbage leaving. But I'd like to bring in Super Dario, and hopefully he gives us a power up for the season. I like uh, it. He, maybe he hits a couple mushrooms. That actually sounds like he'd do weed. <laughs> but yeah, no, no thanks. you Keep know it. what I mean? Like how he okay, never mind. Right. So he's Croatian. Keep it clean, Super Dario. <laughs> His um he has basketball playing parents, and obviously in Europe you can play at a much younger age. He was in the EuroLeague and he won with Croatia at just 16, which is sort of like what Luka was doing, just absolutely dominating when he's in his sophomore. Uh, junior year of high school. Now he was an MVP for the U16 Euro tournament. That was a standout. He was a young prodigy and he played kind of right around the same time Luca was playing. So when he was 16, Luca was, let me do the math here, dad. He was 12. So only a four year difference between them, even though it seems like he's much older. A fun fact about him is he actually made his own documentary about himself. Just a cool non-basketball related thing. It is called always the same. I'd check that out. Yeah, definitely. I would check it out too. But that's basically all I have on Dario Sarge. Just some fun facts more so than his actual career, though he did play for various teams around Europe. And in the NBA, most recently with the Phoenix Suns, which is a nice... Not most recently? No, he went from T-Wolves to Suns to OKC. Oh, right. And he was injured in OKC. Okay, I guess why the Suns connection looms large for me is because, of course, he played there with Chris Paul. Yes. And now that the two of them are on the Warriors, they have some history, some chemistry, Mm -hmm. and I think we've seen in the first two games that's uh, an advantage. So welcome, Super Dario, to the Golden State Warriors, and thank you, Felix, for filling me in on on a player I knew very little about. Okay. Well, also, since Jordan Poole is gone, somebody's got to wear a mustache. Besides Super Daria, who could who could rock the mustache look? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, Wiggins has so much facial yeah, hair. I don't flying. know. Could, could could Looney go mustache? Looney could, I feel like Clay could. Clay. I feel like Clay tried to change Clay his could, look. Clay could do anything if yeah, he wanted to. Afro, Clay could do yeah. anything. Okay, just come on with <laughs> Jordan ones. Okay. But that's all right, for so our now that the season has begun in earnest, we're going to bring back something we did last year. We don't know how often we're going to record um, more or less every five games. So mm-hmm. let's do some predictions now, Felix. Uh, we're going on the road 
to start this season. Four out of the next five games will be away games. Yeah. And I'll throw a game to you. I want to hear your prediction, and then you can toss it back to me. Sure. Throw me one. Okay. So our next game is against the Houston Rockets. As you know, I'm a Rockets enthusiast. Uh, I talked a lot about how their team I'd like to see. A lot of young guys. They're developing well. I think it's definitely an attainable win. They weren't kind of the bottom of the heap team that they were, bottom of the hill team that they were last year. And I think they have a much better shot beating us than they did last year. But I think we can snag that win, even though we're on the road. How about you, Dad? New Orleans. Against the Pelicans, I like our chances. I haven't seen the Pelicans in the first two games. I'm assuming Zion is not injured yet. <laughs> and if that's the case, there'll be a handful. Again, size is a challenge for us. Brandon Ingram, always, uh, you called it out in our earlier Could I mention episode. Yeah, sure. Something I heard about the Pelicans is actually McCollum had a 35-piece a couple nights wow. ago. So... So they're hot. I think these guys are good, but not good enough to beat us. I say we rack up another win in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then back home against the Kings, a repeat of what we saw the other night, except at Chase. I actually don't think we can take this one, only because I hate to be pessimistic, but I feel like the New Orleans game is going to be a close. We're coming back from a three-game road trip, and these are just kind of the games that tend to fall in the lost section of our statistics. So I just don't see it because because of our past trauma that we'll be facing when Zion's dunking on our European center. Um, <laughs> okay, so a little bit of a hangover effect. Yeah. Then we go back on the road over to Oklahoma City, and this is a team I'm really interested in seeing this Definitely. year. SGA taking that next leap, Chet Helmgren. Chet Holmgren, Holmgren had seven place. blocks. I mean, again, the size is going to be an issue for us. So I, you know, I don't feel super strong either way, but I'm going to I'm gonna be an optimist. I think we can beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. Definitely. I think we've had our rest on home, at home. There's a little space between those two games, and we're just an older team, so I definitely think it's attainable. Anyways, we go to Cleveland, the fifth of our final, the final of our five games. Sorry, just vice versa that. We play Cleveland. They're a great team. They have big guys. They have Donovan Mitchell. Mobley. Jared. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Jared Allen. But honestly, I'm going to be optimistic as well. I think even though it would be our fourth road win and the only loss would be at home over these five games, which is a new take, I I do think we can do it. I feel like that's going to be a game where we display our best side of us for what can happen in the games to follow. So I Definitely think we can do it. I'm not going to argue with that. So you heard it here. Our predictions are that we go four and one over the next five games, and at the end of seven, we would be five and two. Five and two. So if that's true, you can uh, applaud us in the comment section of our Untuck Shorts website. And if it's not, well, you know, then we've got another five games to predict. Definitely. You know, there's always more and more long season. If I could. Calculate the percentage of seven out of eighty. I would do. Yeah, it, we're only two point five percent of our way done with the season. So, <laughs> but we are ninety nine point five percent of our way done with this podcast. So okay. I think we better sign off. Sure, isn't ninety nine point five the best radio station? It it's ninety nine point seven. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> I just saw a little full circle. Anyways, that's all for episode fifty six, our belated season opener. I hope you liked it. I'm Felix Fulgen, and we'll see you next time on Untucked Shorts. Shorts.